Thank you to the Patreon supporters of June 2021. Sarah P, aka Situational Daddy on Instagram. Elio, Paul and Sandy J, Nathan E, Jacqueline M, Matthew J, and Big Time Jim. And first time Patreon supporter. Help support our show by going to patreon.com slash what we remember and pledging a monthly amount. Thanks. I'm banking on Andy knowing. That I am too, but I know a little bit. Not a I know a who bit. might be in it. Oh, let's wait. That's your, I mean, that's your one job, Andy. That that's your, your one that's all, job. I got it. You got one thing to do in part one, and then you're clean sailing for the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally going to walk away. Yeah, yeah I say, you just leave after that board. Like, I go into a Zoom meeting, I say hello, and then I put myself on mute, and then wait 30 minutes and turn it off. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Pro mode is you go into, like, OBS and record yourself sitting there for a bit, and then just loop that and feed it into your Zoom, <laughs> so it looks like you're still there, just like... <laughs> but then there's a clear, like, your yeah, cat walks jump. by, but then... It just like speed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone yeah. say that zoom like that purse on the floor moved. <laughs> Detonate the bomb. That's the way to have your zoom meetings. <laughs> Everybody just like uh, in my like team meetings, that half the team just leaves their camera off. Oh, uh, see, and my, then, my work then, requires you to have yours on if you're in a meeting. I know, but I wonder why my supervisor hasn't been like, "Hey, turn your cameras on." Guys. I feel bad about like when watching my kid in school, like when they're doing the virtual classroom. She is like one of the only kids that has her camera on, like by choice, because they're not required to. Like, it's just a sea. So nicer for the it's teacher. It's a sea of black that. squares and like her camera. And I was just like, man, if I was a teacher, that would be the worst. If you just all the other cameras are off, you're like, I don't even know if anyone's here listening to what I'm teaching. Like, yep. that's got to be hard. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, teaching is hard enough. You yeah, know? right. Yeah, and you can't even like feed off the kids. Like you can't look at them to be like, do they understand this? <laughs> like you can in a classroom. And, and I guess at least in high school, they probably like pass off teachers like from hour to hour. They mm-hmm. pass you off to a different teacher. But if you're like an elementary school teacher and you're there the whole time with the kid, yeah, I want that camera on. Mm-hmm. I can't spend eight hours just talking to a black square oh, yeah. with a question mark in the middle of it. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I don't yeah. need to know anybody. <laughs> Somebody, uh, I, I read an article that like a kid put their their name or something like that was like camera can't load or something like yeah that. reconnecting or reconnecting was the name yeah dot 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly exactly so then they they just like kept themselves muted and and off the entire time yeah i saw uh there was a a plugin for the stream deck i have that's like for you zoom technical difficulties so you can click it and it's it makes it sound like a mic loop starts going so you can be oh, like no. oh sorry i gotta turn on i gotta go on mute <laughs> or like oh sorry my camera's glitching out and it just does like it just makes it sound yeah. like there's issues or like construction noises or like animals barking or something so you have excuses to just turn your stuff off that's ridiculous that's amazing i don't want to leave the zeitgeist yet but back when that guy was having like the hearing with like a lawyer and he like had that cat photo on and he was like trying to figure out how to get the cat, <laughs> cat photo filter. off and the judge is like asking questions and the guy's like, I, I, i'm not a cat uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not a cat. I promise, Your Honor. I'm not. A, I'm, I'm not, not a, a cat. cat. <laughs> you have a filter on. Oh, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm not a cat. I got my secretary trying to figure it out. We can't figure it out. I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. 
<laughs> like how he had to say he wasn't a cat. I love that. Like, I love somebody it. might have thought. Wait, am I there's a cat, cat lawyer out Wait there. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I was a, a cat this hey, whole time. Uh, meow. Meow. Say meow. It. Meow. Don't say, say a cat can't be a lawyer. <laughs> can't be on a Zoom call. <laughs> I guarantee somebody's working on this movie right mm. now. Cat lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> it's Air Bud, but with a cat and a lawyer. Probably already been made. Meow. <laughs> Objection. <laughs> <laughs> Nova rules. That one works so much better. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. You're gonna end up in purgatory. My name is Bradley Jones. My name is Andrew Moldenhauer. I'm Andy Hubert. And this is a podcast where we try to remember a movie that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. Yes, we're getting rid of that first part of this. <gasps> it's over. I'm done with it. Oh, look, okay. gotta save some time, you know? <laughs> All right, that's fair. It's too much to talk Just about. cut cut to the chase. And this is what we remember about Gattaca. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we kill. Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we remember. Get a cut. Get a cut. Get a cut. Get a cut. My favorite Van Halen song. It does work. It does technically work. Get a cut. Get a cut. Any three-letter word can be sung to the song Panama by Van yeah, Halen. That's true. Exactly. Canada. Canada. Uh. Like any, even even Panama word. works. Even you oh, can use Panama. Yeah, even that's a good Panama one. works. Panama. So, this is a science fiction film from the 1990s and has a bunch mm-hmm. of actors in it that are famous now. Do you remember who any of them are? No. Really? <laughs> is that true? There's three big ones. <laughs> I have two. Well, There's three real big ones. <laughs> oh, no. I do have three. I do have There's three. Uma Thurman. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's Ethan And he turned Ethan to a Muppet Hawk. for a second there. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum. My boy Ethan's in this. There's uh, a hot sauce. Um, yeah, you're Jude so Law. close. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can see it. You were almost saying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the other one. I know Blair Underwood's in this as well. Oh, because I, I was watching a show that he was in, and then I was looking at his credits and saw that he was in this. <laughs> <laughs> Is Halle Berry in this? I don't think I don't so. I think so. Okay. Could she be though? Yeah, sure. Why, <laughs> Why not? not? Okay. Yeah, put her in. Um, do we know any any other actors? I don't. That's all I've we got. all said three, and there were three. That's all I got. Yeah. What is even happening in this movie? So we're set in like a distant future, but it looks like the past. It looks like the 1920s. It's not. It's not. It's like a a near future. Mm. It looks like. uh, I bet bet the opening is like 2010. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that'd be ridiculous. But it's yeah. It's supposed to be a near future. But it looks like it's like Art Deco, like 1920s. Yeah, yeah. it does style. It is kind of a retro animated series Mm. a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It is sort of a, a like a uh, retro future aesthetic, mm-hmm. which is neat. It's is this movie about genetics? Yes. yes. And is it about oh, what's the word? Bird. The uh, bird. Youth euthanizing eugenics. Or? Eugenics. Eugenics. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also about space travel. Oh, space travels in this. What? Oh, yeah, because Ethan Hawke wants sort to go of. to space. He wants. He? Yeah, he works for NASA and he wants to be. What? He wants to go into space. What? 
I don't remember any of that. So Ethan Hawke is what a scientist, probably, or an astronaut, some a- uh, astrophysicist, something or another. And he's like physically disabled, or he like oh, so what's wrong with him? He is, or he becomes that way. We're dancing around it. Initially, I believe he knows. He's, yeah. I think he's a janitor to begin with. And oh. the issue is, Andy's doing goodwill hunting. He's <laughs> he sees a chalkboard, <laughs> <laughs> unsolvable math problem. On it. <laughs> Wait a minute, my <laughs> my Andy. different movie. No, uh, he he's a normie. Uh, I don't know if that's the actual person? term. He is yes. So basically, so people are he hasn't been crispered or yet. something. He has yeah. not been crispered and that yeah. is the central okay. conflict right. of the all right. film all right i see this so is this is the movie by- yes ah that's so is cool. this based off like a robert heinlein book or like an old sci-fi writer's i wouldn't like, be novel? surprised it does feel like yeah something like a, like a, a philip kid dick kind of thing yeah. or something yeah it's got to be based on a book every good science fiction film is right but yeah this in this you know in this universe uh like genetic modification exists and is frequently used when people, so people are, are selecting babies. for their mm. child when you when you have a baby you can basically choose what what kind of care color makeup they will you have. want what yep. eyes it has yeah you can customize no your babies you can get rid of like certain HIV. diseases and stuff mm-hmm. yeah yep you can get rid of yeah, any genetic conditions things like that which um, is what iceland maybe cancers <laughs> maybe you can like mm-hmm. there's some select for certain yeah. cancers oh yeah make sure they get it <laughs> yeah brain in iceland there was something i forget there's some disease that you get as a child and they just started killing every baby that was born with that jesus and they eventually just phased that out of their um, population so like no babies are ever yeah, born with that ever again that sounds like yeah it was like a weird dar- it was like a weird d- darwinism thing that happened in iceland That's, like recently well oh recently yeah this is in like the last wow. 10 years they were so, just like Eugenics was like an idea that was really popular in the late 1800s, and then it like really pe- picked up in into like I think the 1920s, mm-hmm. um, which led to obviously Hitler doing that, yeah. and maybe obviously some other places. Mm. But even in the U.S., like eugenics was yeah. talked about as a mm-hmm. a way to get rid of disabilities. Well, I'm pretty like, sure quote, that like quotes. I mean, maybe it's just movies and TV that have taught me. But like when a woman goes to like a sperm bank, they like have like a folder of like potential oh, sperm right. donors or like attributes where they, and they can be like, yeah, well, this guy and... was an athlete or this guy yeah. was good, good at math or this guy has like a PhD. Mm. Give me the PhD sperm. Give yep. me that one. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> is, you're totally right though i don't know if that's a real thing is that or if that's how just that what works conditioned up, <laughs> i don't know yeah it's not uh, media because yeah that's exactly how they portray it media every time yeah exactly <laughs> but like genetic illnesses yeah i'm sure you can select for that you know if like you pick a person who has like good genes or something mm-hmm. yeah so that's you, know. you that's have to take the, your own genes the point of this movie is that that's like a, a normal thing people do but it has led to like a caste system where mm. if you're not one of the genetically you're a janitor solved people yeah like you basically cannot get good jobs and stuff like you're relegated to being oh, the underclass man. caste it, systems are so interesting and yeah so Ethan Hawke it's it's interesting because it like the I think the point in him with his backstory is that like is a normal kid and his family has a history of like heart conditions so he potentially has that but he has, he had a, a younger brother who was genetically perfect mm. who got in like after like he, he like even hawk just missed the deadline when they started doing this kind of uh, stuff i feel like his, his parents just made the choice so they were like no we like we want him to be just you know like a, 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 real, a natural mm. baby and he's like you've condemned me to like a garbage life because mm. of this choice 
but his brother didn't have that and then his brother died for some reason yeah. like somehow and so like even hawk can't get those free crispy creams you know yeah. what i'm saying <laughs> but yeah like <laughs> he doesn't have the benefits that oh the people who got really wants those donuts yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, he wants to, like, you know, be an astronaut, but there's no way he'll ever be able to do that without, you know, because he's, an, mm-hmm. like, a normie. So, let's talk about Jude Law. Is So, he is a eugenics He is a perfect person. candidate person. for him. But does, what does he, this, is he Not just... Not a perfect Out of his person. own generosity, is he, like, no. giving this stuff to Ethan Hawke? <laughs> no. like, what is he getting in return? Uh, money. He's getting a bunch of money because Ethan Hawke is... Like taking on he basically, aspects of his body, Ethan Hawke or no? Jude I know there's a specific part. Sells his identity. Oh, okay, is what it is. So uh, yeah, Jude Law's character is in a wheelchair. That's where Andy was getting that. He got like hit by a car or something oh. and is paralyzed. So he like he just is can no longer be like whatever he was. Going so he's to a be. perfect person that got into an accident. Now he's yes, and now so now he's imperfect. disabled and basically for a large sum of money can sell his identity as a perfect person to someone who isn't so that they can, you know, pass as, as a genetically mm. modified person. So the, the thing, uh, the scene that's, that's like that's seared cool. into my brain is either Ethan Hawke or Jude Law have to get like to match height, have to get like their legs yes, sawed they down. they do. Or, and like a, or like, a, like a segment of their like leg has to be removed because yep, he added. has to, they have to match all the attributes. Cause yeah. Ethan Hawke and Jude Law. Yeah. They have to be genetically exact. Oh my god! From height to weight to so part of everything this is almost like half of this is sort of like almost like a mystery thriller movie mm-hmm. because it, it's like an espionage movie basically is what it is. Um, and is Uma Thurman like the doctor? No, or Uma Thurman like a friend is a coworker. Coworker for Ethan Hawke or Jude Law for Ethan yeah. Hawke. She works at the space place mm-hmm. um, as like one of the other like candidates or engineers or whatever. And I think she like suspects. She's the one that suspects that he's not who he says he is. So Ethan Hawke and Jude Law are doing this in secret. Just they yes. know about it because it's because it's illegal. Mm-hmm. How early? Like really early in the movie? Um, I'm not sure how early it is. I mean, it's it's sort of the setup. So it's Act One for sure. Mm-hmm. So Ethan Hawke like no longer is a janitor, and he starts working at the space place under the identity of Jude Law. Yes, he takes Jude Law's identity and then gets okay. a job as like Does he actually know this stuff? Like he's Yeah, he's, he's actually smart. like he's really good at what okay. he does and he's very smart and like he would have been a perfect candidate except for the fact that he's not genetically perfect and has the potential for a heart condition. He got a liberal arts degree and then exactly, like, you know, oh, I can't find a job. <laughs> I feel like there's got to be a moment where Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke fall in love, but then Ethan Hawke starts to change and Uma Thurman like notices mm. and then like she starts to like he starts to pull away from her and they have sort of like conflict. There's also another scene where they have like sex on top of like a cliff on a, in a bed. Ooh. I remember they oh. bought a they brought a cliff, a cliff bed. There's like bed? there's like a bed like on a cliffside cliff. <laughs> and they bing bong on the cliffside. It's the cliff bed. You know, yeah. everyone goes and bangs it's there. It's the cliff bed. What if I just roll over though? <laughs> <from all> that <laughs> cliff. Then you're like, ah, ah, then a car explodes at the bottom. Well, you explode at the bottom as a car. Woo woo! Because you just you're in the top with Uma Thurman. That's that's the yeah exactly. That's the be- that's the selling point. <laughs> all right. That could, that could be just false in my memory. That could be a falsehood. No. But I that, like that, that, could, that's like a scene <laughs> you imagined also happening. Yeah, possibly. My guess... I, I'm, they definitely bing bong. I don't remember, romance. but I, yeah, my guess is she initially starts as an antagonist. Yeah. She's trying to like... She suspects that he's now who she says he is and keeps trying to bust him, but in the process falls in love with him and mm. then finds it, figure, figures it out eventually and doesn't turn him in. 
is is my guess. So do they switch ding dongs? Does Jude Law? They have to, right? He's, he's got to get that ding dong enlargement. <laughs> you know, he's got to match everything. And then, like, that's when Uma Thurman's like, "That's not the ding dong I remember." <laughs> is there like that part in the movie? <laughs> he's like eating the hostess ding dong. Oh boy, <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> Maybe yeah. the movie doesn't need to go into that, but the movie I think probably it, not. It does talk about how like it, it's supposed to be illegal to discriminate based on your genetic makeup, mm-hmm. uh, but. Like it's so easy for a company to like secretly test that it's like unenforceable. Basically, like they talk about, they're like, oh, they just find like you come in for your interview and they just they get a DNA sample from a glass of water. Is you this had what Blair Underwood's trying to do? He's trying to like bust Ethan Hawke to like he thinks something's up or that could be. He's just going through the tests. I think there's also like. He might also be the one who sets up Jude Law and Ethan Hawke. Because oh. he's like, he might be the broker. Because there's like a broker mm. that explains to them the process of how this is going to work. Because this is like the now like a new black market industry of selling identities from, you know, perfect people that can no longer function. I see. This is something that's been happening a lot. And mm. so like good he, money. In yeah. It. And, and, and it also involves like Ethan Hawke and, and Jude Law become roommates. Like <laughs> they move in together and like because they have to be. They have to eventually switch identities. Yeah. They have right? to learn everything about each other, basically. And and. Or well, Ethan Hawke has to learn everything about Jude Law, and so they like live together and everything, mm-hmm. and, and there's all sorts of. I think they even call it yeah. Jude's Law, where they have to the class, <laughs> live that's together. That's, that's what it is. It's part of Jude's Law. <laughs> what goes up must come down. <laughs> Every action has an opposite but equal reaction. Yeah. yeah, it's Jude's Law. The solution's always the easiest one, and it's the easiest yeah. one is to switch bodies with your roommate. Jude's razor. Yeah. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> The sword of Demogudes. <laughs> Judicles. That's what I said. Judicles. There you go. Judicles. Yeah. Damn. So, Andy Moldenhauer, yeah, you got well, anything? Um, you're like, you're, mm, tell me about your experience with the film. When did you see this? TV? I think I saw Video school? rental? I watched I think this it was in a school. rental. I saw this in theaters again. Damn it, Brad. The theater. I saw oh, all the good you movies. You lived at the theater. I lived at the theaters as a child. It explains might, a lot uh, why. Maybe the, my grandpa had this, this movie podcast. and I borrowed it. Or the I cover is intriguing. It's like purple and blue and it's got faces on it. And you're like, what is this thing? Ooh. Yeah. It looks like a like serious sci-fi detective film. movie or something, I think. Yeah. I don't know what, my, what I really thought it was by the cover, but... I um I know people always talked about it. It was the kind of like the the secret sci-fi film that wasn't ever like big mainstream, but people really thought was this yeah. movie popular. Like, did it make a lot of money? Or I doubt it. My guess is this is yeah. more of a cult movie because I it, believe it's a cult. It film. is well regarded as far as I know in terms of like it's it's really yeah, good. I'm not expecting play. like a bad movie when we finally do see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But this is also a movie I feel I like remember. that would have been really hard to market. So I'm wondering if mm. the marketing. Yeah, it's not really like an action it. film. Yeah, it's sort of a yeah. thriller, like a mystery thriller. But at the and same time, I just it's remember not. a lot of it taking place in that apartment with that yeah. Yes. in. Yeah. And, and inside the building. I remember like inside a round building. building of some kind. Yeah. I just remember tall but. buildings. Like I'm picturing maybe the movie Dark City mm-hmm. or whatever. And did, and did, is this like sort of um, freaking Michael Bay's like the island? Like sort of like his inspiration a little bit? I could see that being okay. a thing. Hmm. I don't know what else I remember, but 
Maybe this movie was the reason why I I was like, I think I remember in like sixth grade, I was thinking about like genetic modifications and oh, yeah. stuff. And I was like, oh, I can turn like a lizard and a, I can breed a lizard and mm-hmm. a turtle together and make like this like. <laughs> Mandalay's pea pods, man. There and I, I don't know where that idea came from, but I thought about it a lot. The 90s was huge with like Darwinism and like that. Well, there was Dolly, Dolly the sheep. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because that's cloning when animals. all the cloning brought genetics into like, like, mm-hmm. like the, you know, the DNA, DNA became such a big thing in the Stem 90s. Stem cells. For, too were like um, a big crime thing especially too people so, talked about yeah. it was a big deal back then that was all the rage so, i don't know maybe that's why i was thinking about all that but maybe. even this movie mm-hmm. yeah the movie it, the movie definitely it shows you into turtles yeah it shows you so like all the steps he i think he has to go through not just in terms of to become jula but also to like make sure no one finds out like there's a bit where he's like, like vacuum, a nosy neighbor or he something. has to vacuum his keyboard up like at work every day to make sure none of his skin cells are in there and then he has to plant jude law's skin cells oh. into his keyboard in case anyone checks and they do what what about his fingertips did he get that's like, a good question i don't know if he, he gets met, he met in black like fingerprints changed them yeah. out or something burned them off yeah something like that they probably have a scene like they go through like each of these changes i think they're like a gradual i don't think it all happens in a day i think there's like gradual like surgeries is he actually and, like looking like jude law no no no, he's just trying to be like the height and the, yeah, and, and yeah. right and colors. get his characteristics and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, he's trying to make sure that anyone that so they don't have a picture. They of never, they never, fa- they never face off each other. Is that what yeah, you're trying to get at? I thought they faced off. They don't face off. Wow, they don't face off. Waterfall, face waterfall each other. They don't, they don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they don't have a picture of Jude Law. I guess Excuse not. Me. Oh, they replace it. They probably like put yeah. even Hawks on there. You know. Hmm. He just like st- like a little like sticks like a stamp like licks the back of the stamp. It's got his photo and just puts it on. So the- I imagine oh, too, maybe they fake some out. records saying like the accident still happened, but like it just meant he had to get a bunch of facial reconstruction surgery. or something. Surgery, yeah. yeah, I don't know. So I imagine too, and maybe you guys already talked about this, but like there's got to be some payoff for Jude Law Here's, giving up this identity. I think that Jude Law is honestly like trying to help Ethan Hawke the whole time. He, okay, I could so, be wrong. Um, I feel like there is got to be some conflict direct antagonist. With, so there's got to be conflict with him taking over. Well, his so this identity. is where I think, I think the antagonist I think shift. I think originally it's Uma Thurman because she's trying to. She's like, I don't like this Ethan Hawke guy. I'm gonna figure out what he's hiding. And hmm. Jude Law is sort of he's he's definitely bitter about the fact that he's in a wheelchair. But he's like, hey, you know, you're paying me a lot of money. Fine, let's switch lives. And over time, he comes to resent. Ethan Hawke for getting to live this life while he is That's stuck exactly in a wheelchair because Jude Law also can't go anywhere anymore like he has to stay in his house all the time do they, all, do they also both love Uma Thurman Ooh, is that a thing that comes up I think so mm-hmm. there is so. in my memory Jude Law is a good guy all day mm-hmm. now I think he I think becomes a, a he's bad gotta guy. become resentful of somebody else taking his identity think, and living his life like how could you not feel that way I don't know it's just not written as it's you just, like see somebody else doing all the fun things that you can't in do your anymore. name yeah. and you can't do any of that stuff why wouldn't you feel because some even hawk is like spent you know whatever 25 years or 30 years of his life like being like but now he's looked spending, down upon and all of a sudden he's starting to get like come up in society and jude law is a part of it so he feels hmm. like I'm, i made that happen kind of thing he's almost like a mentor character maybe he might feel that way too but i think there's got to come a place where he's that's where I'm feeling it. like maybe hmm. there's like the the twi- the turning point where like Jude Law finally he like gives Uma Thurman something that'll like prove the thing she wants and she actually gets that proof now and then all now she's like I don't want it anymore I don't I actually like Ethan Hawke so she doesn't use it and then he Jude Law gets mad. Hmm. 
Maybe mm-hmm. there is a, the the big I scene know. I remember I'd is see this now. someone comes to I know the it's house gonna be good. to like check up on uh, on Ethan Hawke as Jude Law's character and like Jude Law has to like climb the stairs in his house to get up to answer the door or whatever. But he can't because he's, he's in a wheelchair. wheelchair. Yeah. So he has to like straight up like fall out of the wheelchair and like climb up his like these like steps and then get into a bed to pretend that he's just like hanging mm-hmm. out in bed or something and it's like real dramatic will they find will he get up the steps oh what's gonna he happen he goes to great lengths to protect ethan hawk yeah mm-hmm. he's a good guy all day i'm who but who are these people right. are these government agents or something like that, that i don't are, know i think there's like eugenics police there's like an, there. there's like an investigatory office within yeah. like nasa or whatever we're also in a, a science out. fiction world where i think like maybe there uh, i think there is a police thing i because yeah. i mean it is illegal to you know sell your identity and all that stuff so where it's like very sterile like there's no crime in the world other than it's just like a weird because their dna testing is so advanced they can constantly just find your someone's dna and put them away i think we're in a a weird sterile version of the future yeah how are they going to keep this up for for very long where people keep you can't have a baby without it going through this like eugenics thing i think well and i think i think you're you're kind of honest on there like in terms of how long they have to keep it up because i the whole point for ethan hawk was to get on a ship in space and for him once he got there he was like it's like yeah it's like they can't do anything once you're already gone and i feel like it's it's like international waters you're you're in international space station water where is he going though somewhere to another planet i think to another planet i'm pretty sure they're like colonizing mars or something what the hell i don't remember any of this in in the movie what what is the gattaca because I, I feel like the 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 well Gattaca well to be if you want to get technical the the letters of Gattaca are like the four letters in your DNA sequence. oh right G A T C are like mm. the proteins right 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 I don't know if that's the Gattaca is something else but maybe Gattaca is the space program hmm. but interesting because yeah like the the I feel like the big climax is like they finally like the the bad guy cop finally has the evidence and like there's a scene where he like shows up as the rocket's launching with oh, Ethan yeah. Hawke and he's just like. Damn it. And I think there's a part where like Jude Law is like witnessing it and he's like happy. Yes, like, yeah. I think you're right. I think at the end, like again, I think he, he got film, but I think he comes back and he's just like, I made a big mistake. That was terrible. Jude's Law. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I, I remember really wow. liking this. I yeah. saw this movie in a, I, it, I took a genetics class in high school and I think they showed it to us in the class. You took a eugenics class, Andy? Of course. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. How else are you going <laughs> to learn how to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I remember I really like it, and I, I I think you're right about the aesthetic. It is sort of like, like oh, a, I, a, yeah, a, that's a that's the only thing I remember. Yeah, there's just like white stuff everywhere. I feel like the cops are in like the '50s, like f- suit with fedora and stuff. Oh, even. there's like, definitely they a look couple very of classic, like fedora like, detective detective. Yeah, sure. They're wearing a lot of like suits. I think. Yep. Yep. Or like vests. This movie stands apart from like other sci-fi films in my brain, at least. There's got to be, I feel like there's, mm-hmm. they flesh out more about the backstory between Ethan Hawke and his brother and like this resentment that he feels for him or something or guilt about like how his brother died. I don't, I don't remember. There's something about that that like plays a big yeah. role in all this too. I'm also wondering if there's like eugenic like animals in the world or something like that in this Gattaca mm, world. Yeah. Modified animals. Gen- genetically modified cat dogs or whatever. Well, we're already <laughs> kind of doing that normally with dogs, you know, so. It's true. Yeah. So why not? Mm. A chihuahua used to be a wolf. Just breed them in crazy ways. <laughs> Make a pug so it can't breathe at all. <laughs> Make a French bulldog. French hip, yeah, hip, French hip dysplasia. French oh bulldog. no, poor yeah. poor animals who That's can't why breathe. That's they're always and... like, <laughs> yeah, so can't breathe. 
Yeah, people are monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do now that? you understand this movie, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> what does Uma Thurman get? What is her thing? She love. gets love. She gets love, love, but she doesn't go on the spaceship, love, does she? Does she get to go on the spaceship? Love. I don't think so. So it was all for nothing. She goes on the spaceship. Maybe. Maybe I don't she know. Does. I don't know. Oh, man. I haven't seen this movie since probably when it came out. I'm trying to think. 1996, I think. Yeah, 97, maybe. I think there's a scene where he has to do some physical tests to be an astronaut. And, like, sure, he's got to go in that mm-hmm. spinny thing, his heart, the gyroscopter. He gets the heart thing going, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, pretend it's fine. Like, he has to, like, pretend his yeah. heart's not going to explode. Yeah. So is Jude Law getting worse as Ethan Hawke is getting better, like, physically? Or is it? Or are they? Or are they both getting better in some degree? I think it's just Ethan Hawke getting better, and Jude Law stays the same. Oh, poor Jude Law! And that's why he gets mad. What else happens in the film? And no um, idea. anything else? Any, anybody got anything else? I don't know, man. I forgot about that. The, just the cliff being bombing. The leg scene in the, the leg scene are the things that stick out Oof. to me. I remember the Halle stairs scene. I'm thinking of swordfish. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I haven't even seen that. <laughs> Maybe you have, and you just don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot to talk about in part two. This is being yeah. I think it's gonna out. be a fun movie. I think fun debates about eugenics. Mm. I remember DNA being like a big popular thing. Well, yeah, there was man? like the human genome Finally project. Also, Jurassic Park, right? It was like the, the DNA, oh, yeah. the Dino DNA Dino thing. No DNA. Everyone, everyone was like DNA crazy in the '90s. Life finds a way. Well, isn't like the human genome project? Why? Why now we have like the ancestry.com stuff? And Probably like the yeah. DNA testing and all that. I don't well, really yeah. know if that's the reason why, but... Well, I just yeah, took a well, DNA test, thumbs up. I'm 100%. <laughs> what is Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Ethan Hawke. Wow, Brad, I didn't know. <laughs> the TikTok song. You know, you're too, you're yeah, too old. I'm too young. I mean, I think the other, <laughs> you're too young for TikTok. I mean, the other reason we have the <laughs> DNA testing sites is just to sell I'm personal data. I'm only 43. Would you take a DNA test? Do you, I don't even care, really. Like, nope. I don't want to do it. It's like, I just don't care. Nope. Yeah, I'm not the father. <laughs> <laughs> Did someone say you were? <laughs> I tried to take that DNA test. <laughs> no, I'm the alarmist in that one. I'm like, I, they're going to, I don't want them selling my info. Yeah, even if they do, it's like, what do I get out of knowing that? I don't get anything out of that. No, that's I, true I spent too. like 50 bucks to well, get this and it was, I mean, paper. there's been plenty of times too you where see, people get the same test from three different services mm-hmm. and they get like vastly different answers. They're like, they don't have any clue. Like, well, they could just send you a random result page and you're like, oh, hey, I, what do you Gonna, you're not gonna know it's not true. Yeah, like, you're gonna pay some fifty dollars to farm your information. They're gonna have exactly. Your, like, what, you're paying them to sell your information. This doesn't make and sense. You don't make any money. It's a brilliant. Are you talking about them? Ancestry.com. All of them. Yeah. Twenty three and Me all, or whatever. All, anyone that oh, does that. Wow. Yeah, they all sell the the, the data they get. Thing. Yep. They even like, tracked a murderer with. Uh, oh yeah, a lot of they the sell. Golden, yeah, the FBI's been been buying data from them for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's uh. Hmm. Hmm. It's kind of nuts. Like mm-hmm. it's, like it's you, weird. You start one business and then you realize, oh, it's real strange how that stuff works. Like there was just some report about how like the, the CIA doesn't, they don't bother like collecting a lot of data anymore. They just buy it from companies that do. They're like, we don't have to do it ourselves. Like we can just buy it from them, and then we also don't have to worry about warrants or anything because we're just buying available data. Like I'm like, that's pretty nuts. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> like Facebook and yeah, them working with like the Cambridge Analytica mm-hmm, people. Absolutely, to just pull out like. 
beliefs and political beliefs. Is this a real thing or something I made up or read in an article that like plants and seeds and things are like stored in a facility somewhere? Oh, oh yeah, of course. There's mm-hmm. tons of seed in, in like in like Europe. Yeah, in, there's uh, tons of seed banks. Like, in case like, like they ever like, or something or yeah, there's like they a, ever disappear. It's like, like a seed vault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In case a plant ever just goes extinct, you can just make it again. Yeah, that's a real thing. Although there, I think there are they multiple a, seed banks. I, I think out they there. did have an issue not too long ago though, where like the refrigeration unit broke or something and they lost a bunch of samples. Oh no, I did hear that yeah. yeah yeah well but they've had seed banks since like the 40s i believe mm. because of like drought and there mm-hmm. were tons of you know the decades before like they hadn't quite figured out like how to enrich like the soil with nitrogen and potato famine stuff like there are reasons why we have they needed a around. seed bank yeah. yeah yeah it's interesting to think about mm-hmm. are we gonna have human seed banks Get like up. sperm banks. Get <laughs> up. Is that what sperm bank is? More like you on like a USB card somewhere. And like oh, a like a video maybe. drone. Like I'm on a couple videotapes. <laughs> you just like you go them. in and they're like pick the legs yeah. and you're cycling through your legs. <laughs> then you pick the torso yeah. and you're like beep boop, give me a person. We got a hair sample, a, a sperm sample, like and some a blood sample like next to next to you in a USB card, and that's yeah, where Andy go. lives. If we ever want to bring Andy back, help! Help! Get your consciousness on there. We could just make you again. This is the, the what you're talking about is is the plot of uh, the series Netflix has a book series, but Netflix picked it up the, uh, where like bodies can be like you can put minds in other bodies so like rich people just live forever but oh, like, sure. poor people can't afford to swap yeah. bodies and stuff. I just picture that's every, been around for everyone a while. gets a chance. Every 300 years, you get to like come back out and like be a person for 50 years or whatever. Then you go back in. Everyone just gets like a chance to like be on Earth or whatever. Mm. Being John Malkovich is kind of like that in a mm. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort we, of. we always have just Without the same the population of people. Like they, they never, we never have more than more or less than what we have. Yeah, we all well, get, that, we all that's going to be the problem of. Uh, we of all get life. mooned essentially. We all get uh, Sam Rockwell and moon. <laughs> We're going to run <laughs> out of space and there'll be too many people. And... Well, we'll see what we got right. Yeah, and what we got wrong. Part two of Get a Cup. Get a cup. That's a great movie. Too. <laughs> I was conceived in the Riviera, not the French Riviera, the Detroit variety. They used to say that a child conceived in love has a greater chance of happiness. They don't say that anymore. I'll never understand what possessed my mother to put her faith in God's hands rather than those of her local geneticist. Ten fingers, ten toes, that's all that used to matter. Not now. Now, only seconds old, the exact time and cause of my death was already known. Neurological condition, 60% probability. Manic depression, 42% probability. Attention deficit disorder, 89% probability. Heart disorder, 99% 99% probability, early fatal potential, life expectancy, 30.2 years. Welcome back to the Naked Brothers Go Swimming Podcast. We watched Gattaca. You starting there? Why not? <laughs> the swimming plays a big part of the movie for some reason. Yeah, we completely, we completely so forgot about the entire murder subplot. Oh, I, I forgot, I should say. It's that. a murder mystery it film. It is a murder in mystery a film. And it's, it's a really fun way to kick it off. Wait, it's a murder yeah. What? 
Yeah. Andy didn't watch the movie. Did you not watch this film? <laughs> no, I did. Uh, what are you talking about? The Gattaca director, the gets, director murdered. gets murdered. And that's why like, and the then, police are like hunting. And, and that's Ethan why Hawk Ethan is, like, Hawk's like, suspects. oh, shit, they're going to find me. It's not even like a... Oh boy! What? What? Oh no! You watched oh, watch the no. wrong movie. He watched Kong Skull. <laughs> I watched Island. Gattaca too, guys. <laughs> Crap! <laughs> Crap! That's why he didn't take any notes. He watched the movie. <laughs> I did watch the movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that didn't happen in my movie. <laughs> oh boy! He watched. Yeah, he watched that extended uh, Ridley Scott <laughs> cut edition. Oh wait, no! Now I know. Now I know. You're four extra about. hours. <laughs> wait, there was a guy that got murdered. This is part one. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Hey, what do you remember about this movie? <laughs> Hawk, isn't it? <laughs> no, I mean, Ethan Hawk isn't this. But you know who else f***ing showed up again on us? Tony Shalhoub? Tony Shalhoub! He did. He appeared for, for a second. That sneaky son of a bitch. He keeps I, okay, popping up. Okay, here's what happened. I watched this movie early in the week because I was excited to watch it. And since then, I was like, maybe <laughs> I should watch it again. And Refresh yourself. I feel like yeah. I lost a lot of it. I mean, the movie is very i don't want to say one note it's not one note but it's like it's very slow paced in a way i don't feel like there's a like a, a fast paced climax or something the climax happens and you feel it but it, the whole time it feels very muted and still very subtle very clean and corporate which is the gattaca image in this thing mm. also the mom the mom from kindergarten cop Oh, and sh- don't tell mom the babysitter. I didn't, even catch that one. I didn't even catch that one. We just talked about this. What did, where was she? What did she do? She was the mom. She was the mom and kid. She was the Gear mom of Kirk. Ethan Hawke in, oh, in this movie. What the? Wow. Shit. There's a lot of crossover here. <laughs> so much crossover. Dude, well, we got Lauren Dean coming up. He's the brother from Apollo 13. I don't expect I don't know much of you guys. Of, I, yeah, yeah, he didn't look familiar at all. He plays like my favorite NASA engineer in Apollo 13. Hmm. He's like, we need a no. shoebox. <laughs> and he's like, I love that guy. You don't have the power, Ken. We got Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin? Alan Arkin? I yeah. love seeing an Alan Arkin. Ernest Borgnine? Ernest Borgnine. Oh, he showed up. He, did show like, up. he was From great, basketball. too. I'm, I'm, just, like, I'm just cleaning the place. <laughs> <laughs> he was a perfect character. <laughs> he was so good. <laughs> he was really funny. He was really good. <laughs> he was only in like two oh. scenes, though, but it was amazing. Yeah. And Blink and you miss it, but Maya Rudolph is in this film. I... I I saw it in the cast list, but I did not see her in this movie. She's insanely skinny, and she's insanely young. And she's one of the nurses who is meeting with Ethan Hawke's mom. She's trying to do a lot of different things. Yeah, her first film. Well, she was also in that band with... uh was a Weezer guy. Um, Rivers Cuomo? No, no, the other guy, Matt. Oh, Matt Sharp. Yeah, he had a band afterward that, like, Maya Rudolph was yeah, in. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I you remember that? about that. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. She was in a band with him. Huh. And the doctor I know from 24. He's, like, one of the directors. Yes, he is. He's one of the CTU. He's the CTU but, director in yeah, there, I think. But I, th- I, I think thought he, he might have been number 20. He's also in Apollo 13. <laughs> a oh, lot of Apollo okay. 13 people showed up in this. But a lot of character acting is what we're kind of driving home, Matt. It's true. Yeah. That's true. Man. I thought this movie was uh, kind of artsy at times. Ooh. Yes. It felt like an art film. It, 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 it does feel that way. You're absolutely right. I actually right. appreciated the slower pacing. It made... Uh, it really amplified that feeling of it being an art film. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I feel like it was a well-rounded movie overall. I, it's, I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. It's an it's a credible film. I it's such it. a unique movie. It, it, it was mean, great. Yeah. Yeah. You can't find another one. It was, like a, it was like an extended. No, there's no, there's no, it was like an extended Twilight Zone episode. Like you can get into like Dark City a little bit, but you're not. You're not quite mm, there. No. No. Yeah, Dark City is, doesn't compare. 
this movie is really interesting. Like, it's also interesting just in the number of things that it essentially predicts. Like, it basically predicted CRISPR. It basically predicted Tesla. It basically predicted SpaceX. And it basically predicted Maya Hawk. I mean, you might as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uma, Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman and, and Ethan, Ethan Hawke. Hawk because of this film. And had a kid, Maya Hawk, who was in Stranger Things Season 3. Oh, and I didn't four see that. Up. But and four, okay. yeah. she's really good. Yeah. She was fantastic oh, in Stranger actress. Things. Yeah, really good. Look at that. She looks crazy. a lot like Uma. I see. Yes, she does. But yeah, they got together mm-hmm. because of this film. Yeah, you like that retro futurism? I love retro yeah. futurism. I completely forgot there I was anything how, to do like, with space. They're plugging in these like super mm-hmm. cool classic looking cars. Like they're like future, oh, yeah. but also old. And I'm like, give me into my veins <laughs> all of this. I love it. There's a joke where it was like, I was born in the in the Riviera. Yes, the Detroit Riviera. Yeah, and they Detroit cut to a car, the Riviera. <laughs> where the parents are the parents are rocking, <laughs> yeah. so you don't come a knocking. <laughs> But yeah, the cars are really nice. I thought Annie would like all those cars. Oh, man. All sorts of so different cool. kinds. It's all unique cars, too. Mm-hmm. I was like looking them up. I was like, I never heard that car model or name before. Oh, look at that one. Oh, yeah. look at that one. This is all cool. I-, I love the aesthetic of Gattaca as like this. It's like it's a space program place. Yes. But like everyone Gattaca is, is just... the, the program that he's going up to. Right. And it's, it is basically, it sounds like it's a private space company. Yeah. And so, like, they have their elites. They're and going it's the to most a moon of Saturn? Saturn, yeah. Uh, t- uh, uh, Titan? Or Titan's Jupiter. Some sort of moon. Well, yeah, they're going, like, way out there. Mm-hmm. But, man, it, like... It was some kind of planet with, uh, it had, like, an asteroid belt, but it was, it was, um, vertical. Because it was on the image for Plex, I can't remember. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was hit, it was Ethan Hawke's face in that plant that uh, movie. I think it's Saturn, but it's so funny because the it's like, one of those. The yeah. only imagery that evokes like the idea that they're going to space is the the, the shots of rockets leaving. Everything yeah. else in there yeah. is like the you know the cold corporate feeling of an mm. open office concept. Everyone's in tight suits with super tight hair and like clacking away on keyboards and i will say i absolutely loved the sound that these computer keyboards made i want one now because it sounded like the of all those people in there clacking away i'm like that's so nice i love it it reminds me of like when you see a give me some asmr of that on 50s or 60s like a bunch of secretaries in an office and they're all on a typewriter clacking away oh man their keyboards in this sounded real nice Brad, find some audio of that. Loop it in right here. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. You better. You got to do it. I Would you even it. know if it was keyboard sounds? No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have an apology to Brad. Okay. I'm sorry, Brad. <laughs> Brad was right. Uh-huh. Brad was right. I think I know where this is going. Jude Law is good guy all day. Yep. 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 He God. incinerated yep, yep, himself yep. at the he end, did. though. I remember was the, so when that moment was happening. I was like, "Oh, I remember this moment from what I saw." And, oh God, no, do it, Jude Law. Yeah, I know. I was like, he says, "He's like, I'm going on a trip," and I was like, "Oh no, I forgot." <laughs> yeah, I forgot oh, too. No, the imagery and like the juxtaposition oh. of like him killing himself and even the, the going up so was good. just like so good, so good, oh. so good. Man, he's like kind of upset in the he, beginning he, of this movie, mm-hmm. but like that's it, and it's well, really yeah. he makes like it means he drinks when he's not supposed yeah. to because he's making samples or whatever but like that was the only time he wasn't a good guy all day and even then he was pretty much good guy yeah he, he stole a kiss from Uma but other than that good guy all yeah day. it was for the cover though it was for, <laughs> it wasn't, to preserve it, though, their cover it was, he just wanted to smooch from Uma Thurman well, yeah. 
She wanted it to, right? <laughs> Who doesn't no. want a smooch? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see this. So Jude Law. <laughs> no, I did. Is also a swimmer. Yes. He's a swimmer man. An Olympic. He's an Olympic swimmer. swimmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he got second place. I think I said slimmer. <laughs> David Slimmer, my, my favorite friend. No. <laughs> He's just got that Olympic He's slimmer thin. bod, you know? Yeah. And, but he, we're under the guise that he was in a car accident. Yeah. And that his spine is all screwed up. But mm-hmm. that's a lie. He actually tried to commit suicide because he couldn't deal with being in second place. Yeah. Because he's like, it's basically, it sounds like, you know, the, the sort of the same idea of where, you know, Ethan Hawk is like, has no opportunities with his character. It was like, he was supposed to do everything mm-hmm. perfect. And the one time he wasn't, he like, couldn't handle it. He couldn't it. handle it. It's yeah, too much pressure. The pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he ultimately just kills himself. He does. That's like the, that's the downfall of like trying to be perfect, right? Is that like everybody's like hitting probably like a super high mark because they're all genetically modified right. to be perfect, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's like you're you're probably gonna feel imperfect. Yeah, I definitely feel you're gonna be ca- comparing yourself all the time, sure. like Ethan Hawke was. I mean, we're like almost taught, not necessarily taught, but it's presented to us growing up. Like our grades are the most important thing, and they even like list them out, and like yeah. everyone gets to see each other's grades. I don't know if that happened in your school or not, but they would like put everyone's name and their GPA on a list, and you'd like go and find it. But then yeah. you would also know who's who was a good student, who was a bad student, like yeah. in school. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> Federal student privacy. Oh yeah, yeah. In middle school, that definitely happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the 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 grading. Th- thing too is interesting because like if you get a c like everybody's like oh i got a c but it's like what does a c mean it means you're average and isn't average normal nobody wants to be average nope. that's the whole part of this movie. i know yeah. and that's that's <laughs> average isn't good enough average doesn't get you to space <laughs> yeah you're like striving to be like better than mm-hmm. like maybe he's realistic and there's even uh uma thurman also is not perfect like in some way i forget if that's ever revealed there's a moment where she shows or she was trying to investigate ethan hawk so to set some stuff up we i mean we should kind of go over some because the murder pod does play a big part in in how the story unfolds so the director of the program gets murdered and ethan hawk's eyelash is at the scene of the crime and it's the only dna that like doesn't match up to what's going on it comes up as an invalid yeah yeah the computer's just like sequencing through a bunch of people Mm -hmm. and it's like oh invalid they literally have vacuums and they are called hoovers which is a fun double joke because of j edgar hoover and the fact that i love the fact they call the the police detectives (laughs) they're called hoovers in the movie Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they keep finding this invalid person it's ethan hawk it's his face but because he is one of the elite now they don't even and Jude Law even points it out. They're not even looking at your face. Yeah, I love the way they explain they don't, this. They're they like, don't care. They, they're well, one of them. And it's they like, don't yeah, see exactly. You like that it's anymore. so outside they the realm of possibility that someone could have fooled Gattaca enough to like mm-hmm. get into the elites there and stuff. That like they, they don't won't even. Accept it. It, they don't even. It doesn't even pass their minds. His, <laughs> his photo is everywhere, it's everywhere, and no one recognizes him. <laughs> yep. yep, it's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. got my picture plastered up all over the place. I can't turn around without seeing my own face. They'll recognize me. They won't recognize me. They'll recognize me. I don't recognize you. They won't marry the eyelash to you. They won't believe that one of their elite could have suckered them all this time. No, 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 no. We change nothing. We do as we planned. You're Jerome Morrow, navigator first class. I'm not Jerome Morrow. I'm 
the murder suspects. The image of Jude Law is like so it it's distorted for sure to try to make it look <laughs> like young yeah. when he's doing the hair and like trying to match it up. And he's like his face is like down a yeah. little bit too. Ethan Hawke's trying to do everything he can to make himself look like Jude Law. And well, including the leg, yeah. the leg the surgery. Leg stretchy, yeah. yeah, which I sort of remembered in part mm-hmm. one. And he also has to get his uh, eye, his or contacts. Yes. Something about his eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that comes back later. Well, because he has brown mm-hmm. eyes and Jula's blue. And yeah. he also has glasses, which is an immediate giveaway. Because yep. perfect people don't wear glasses. It's Brad. <laughs> oh, Brad. Oh, God. Oh, don't try it. Don't cross the highway. No, don't. No, Brad, no. Boom is calling to me. The solar station's not worth it, Brad. <laughs> That was so ridiculous that she wanted him to cross that, even with contacts. Right? In. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like if, if I could see perfect, I'm not going over there. Jesus, no, no. Let's yeah, get back in the car. We'll lot. do a Yui. We'll pull over in the right spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey, let's do a little bit of Frogger for a second. Yeah. During the big dinner scene, Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke have to like pass like a checkpoint, and Ethan Hawke can't have these contacts in because. Mm-hmm. For re- for some well, the reason. cops are checking all the people because they're looking for him as the invalid, uh-huh. and so he no, like he watches the cops checking the car ahead of him, and they're shining lights in, checking their eyes, and then they take they'll, like, they'll see they'll see contacts just generally. They'll, in yeah, his yeah eyes. they'll see that he has contacts, and mm-hmm. if he still keeps, okay. them. so he throws them away, mm-hmm. gets rid of them, which means he's blind. He's blind, <laughs> basically. <laughs> then Uma Thurman has to show him something. Yeah, and it's like satellite radar dishes on the ground. It's just yeah, it's a solar solar array. solar. Array. Bunch of solar well, they were panels. like rotating yeah, at the same time, getting ready for the so sunrise. Like, yeah. uh, so he has to frogger across a highway, like how Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was thinking of that scene too. <laughs> really is. I was thinking of that exact scene in both. In both really same energy, you know, in both scenes, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shot for shot. <laughs> Both eye problems. And Uma's like, isn't it the most beautiful thing you've ever seen? And, and he's we, like, I threw my eyes away. And, and we have a <laughs> we have an out of focus shot of like his point of view, and he can't see anything. He's like, it's yeah, just it's gorgeous. real great, mm-hmm. uh, lady. And it comes back later, where like Uma puts it together, like you crossed that street blind that night, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, wow. That's how she knew he loved him. <laughs> yeah. Their relationship's a little bit funny. I thought she was going to out him, actually. Yeah. Because, like, you, you kind of got that vibe well, from the you beginning. you shouldn't have, because I said in part one. She tried to out him, she but tries then to, failed. But then, yeah. Because the, all the evidence came back. She fails clean. and, like, gets convinced that she was wrong the whole time. Mm-hmm. And but why then, did she suspect him? Like, why did she suspect him? Did I think really, he, maybe. I think, I feel like it was more of just a workplace resentment. Like, she seemed to. Yeah. Did, I think she just wants to. He succeeded so much. I feel like she was, like, next in line to go to the yeah. space program and just couldn't quite make the cut. She mentions, too, of her like, imperfection. Which, yeah, which got us on this whole thing. But she has, like, apparently the possibility of her having a heart condition or something oh, that's is, what it is? is, like, mm-hmm. one point too high. So she'll never fly in space. Like, they won't accept her at all into the program. Not even because she has this condition, just because the possibility that she might ha- yeah. might get it, which is funny because that's Ethan Hawke's whole deal. Is, yeah, is e- a Ethan Hawke was born with the possibility of dying at age thirty. Yeah, yeah, like even the scene where he's running on the treadmill, he had to like record Jula's just regular heartbeat. Yeah, because they were playing it, I guess, on some kind of machine that they had. Yeah, and then like he gets off the treadmill, and I can't remember what happened, but he he like runs out of recording because they they, they don't tell him yeah. to stop because they, they get distracted because the, the cops right. the Alan Arkin shows up and is talking to the director and they're just chit chatting. So like he's he's like this is longer than I was supposed to be running on the treadmill. And right. Then, so he ta- he um it, he it flips to his regular it, heartbeat. Right it's, yeah. like, it's like boom 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 boom. 
and he has to like rip it off right away. He, like hops off real quick, like head in the showers. It's like how how long is he running and able to like maintain this yeah, without looking and like collapses exhausted, in the room, like dying. There's definitely an aspect of just like physical fitness and like pushing yourself to a limit that happens because him and his brother, like since they were kids, have been doing this thing where they'll just like swim and they'll swim as long as they can. At a certain spot, yeah, as hard as they can, on and they, they, they play kind of, chicken. Yeah. yeah, and Ethan Hawke's like always loses to his brother. And there's one day where he just keeps going and going, and the brother quits for the first time ever. Yeah, the yeah. perfect brother. Yeah, his younger brother. Because Ethan Hawke is, yeah, essentially has just like there's a version of him that is the perfection. I guessed in, in part one that his brother who, who died is one of the doing Hoovers. this, and mm. I thought that was like a guilt thing, and like his parents. Yeah. Said, that didn't happen. It was like, but it was an actual. It was mm. a challenge thing that him, him and his brother did all the time. Yeah. I really I liked the part in the beginning where they when they have Ethan Hawke as a character and the, they were gonna name him after his dad. The dad, and the dad is like, no, like no 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 uh, don't give him the good name. Don't yeah don't he's he's not good enough for give them. Him my for middle my name. name he gets the middle name. Mm-hmm. And well, he got an idea that the dad didn't want him to be natural, but the mom did. Yeah, well, it's like the dad later was just like this was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Basically, we shouldn't have had a natural we, one. We yeah, we should not. Let's have done give the it name to the real one, Anton. I so think. yeah, his younger brother gets the Anton. It was clearly the favorite and. And yeah, I I was actually uh, I was surprised when he revealed that he was his brother. Yeah, they do. I I forgot about that. They do a really good job of of not making it obvious that those two characters never meet in person until the very end of the movie. And it's like they they just miss each other a bunch of times. And they they do a good job of playing in as simply just cat and mouse like, Mm -hmm. you know, cop and robber kind of thing. And then finally, the end, you're like, oh, man, they couldn't have because. He, they would have recognized each other the whole time like they you didn't realize and then man yeah that was such a good review it was it was a surprise a i was like reveal. oh oh that, okay that makes sense mm-hmm. so his brother was the police officer trying to find the person the entire time yeah mm-hmm. he's the one in charge of in charge of like the Very police nice because like alan arkin is the one calling him sir the whole time and you know, yeah. twice his age and That's him and true. alan arkin are kind of always at odds with each other because Alan Arkin and him like disagree with how, what the procedure is to like finding this person. Yeah, there's an interesting. It sounds like they kind of have like, like Alan Arkin's like a natural kind of birth person. It almost seems like mm-hmm. versus Anton being the perfect because yeah, like Alan Arkin's like ah, I think invalid snuck into these elite server and, and Anton's yeah. like that's impossible. These people are perfect. How dare you suspect them? Like he's got that attitude almost from the gate. Yeah, it's interesting to see like either like people who are or have relations to people who are either eugenic or are not eugenic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that pops I mean, well, first of all, like my my first question that they don't really talk about, which is fine, is like what happened between the two of them? Like, the brothers? Why, yeah, like what happened there? Why did they fall out? There, there's a scene where he's like me- getting measured with his dad on like a, a how you like yeah, go next height. to a height thing yeah. and, like, and he's just like and he's, he's the same taller. man he's like even like even younger and he's getting taller than him mm-hmm. and at that point I think he just like it's, well, yeah. he knows he can never live up to his brother so yeah, he's between, like he's always gonna be in the shadow of his brother yeah between like his dad's affection clearly favoring we'll never get Anton and then also like the swimming competition which is clearly designed mm-hmm. for his brother to be like see I'm better than you yeah. all the time he's fed up and he like, leaves home at like 16 does he whatever. fake his death I don't know. No, where is that person? Oh, no. What what he said. What he said was um, that because he had left home, the parents died, assuming that he died before them. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Is what the brother said. I think Mm. something like that. Yeah, because he was only expected. And to I didn't watch 30. this. Yeah, I love yeah. to see this film. I, I love right near the all. end. Of when, when, like, <laughs> I love when he's talking to Uma, and he's like, he specifically mentions that he's like already ten thousand beats overdue or something. Like he's already lived Heart past beats. the life expectancy mm-hmm. that they had predicted for him. Mm. 
and so he's like look i've already exceeded the expectations like this is ridiculous you know the system is is stupid i hate it (laughs) yeah how did he manage to outlive that life expectancy i mean that happens all the time obviously yeah. it's just a prediction mm-hmm. but 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 it gets treated as just a concrete yeah, that's like, thing yeah that everyone, like a fact it becomes yeah maybe that, in this yeah. timeline they kind of know that like oh you're going and that still happens too people beat the odds like yeah, you're course. supposed to oh, be yeah. dead but you're you not hear people that get cancer and then sure. it's like you got one year and then it's like 10 years later mm-hmm. you know yep. that doesn't happen very often but it does happen yeah that is a rare case but. yeah so I mean, and Ethan Hawke is the rare case. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah the the whole mystery element it, it plays so well into the suspense of not only is it about who killed the director, it's also about you know will he get discovered in general, mm-hmm. and like right as Alan Arkin's closing in, like <laughs> Alan Arkin's closing in, but then eventually like that's when like the brother starts to kind of get suspicious after Alan Arkin's yeah. theories kind of kind of start coming coming true, like <laughs> they start busting up. Like, they're rounding up all the invalids they can mm-hmm. find and testing them. And then they start looking at... Like, it sounds like this restaurant they keep going to is, like, a known place for invalids to go to eat or something. Because mm-hmm. the cops raid their restaurant and everyone runs. Like, it seems like everyone there is like, oh, shit, I'm not supposed to be here. Because at some point, Uma Thurman is, like, falling for him. Yes. And then this happens and they escape and she doesn't know what's going on. It's like, we're, we're fine. We're not a part of the problem. And they go outside and Ethan Hawke beats the shit out he of the police officer. He the like, what out the hell are you doing? She's like, oh my God. <laughs> what is stop it? Yeah. Conv- committed a yeah. real crime. I also really like how much he had to beat that cop for <laughs> so him to badly. like do the unconscious. It wasn't like a one punch mm-hmm. and he's out thing. It was like, he had to like beat yeah. the crap out of it. No, I think even, he busted his knuckles. He gives him like one more kick while he's on the ground too. And I was like, oh, that was just for you, bud. Come mm. on. <laughs> Take one <laughs> That one myself. was just for you. Yeah, Uma Thurman was like, she in that moment she didn't know what was going on or mm-hmm. even if she could trust she's him so she worried would. yeah and like yeah. they have a conversation like they run away and hide while the investigation still happening like right in front of them yeah and she has to deal with that moment of like do i rat this guy out or do i trust what he's doing and she decides to bing bong yeah. upside down mm-hmm. which i thought was literally on a cliffside she just has like a badass she has house a kick-ass house with right just like a beach. beautiful glass amazing like, window. bedroom Everybody right does. on the water line it's incredible <laughs> Like was that Ethan Hawke's? No, no that's, that's her place. Place. That's her place. Well, in in the place he was staying at, that I assume the spiral was, staircase. Uh, Who's home? Was that Jude Law? That was Jude Law's, I believe. Also, oh, Ethan Hawke moved in. I think that was his place because <laughs> Ethan Hawke is well off. And How he, is he, he well gets, off? But he's not well off until he gets the job at Gattaca. I don't think because. He makes the deal with Tony Shalhoub, and he seems to have enough money to make it happen. No, that's the well. The deal he makes there is basically just like twenty five percent, twenty to twenty five percent. They debate on the number of like whatever he earns for the rest of his life goes mm-hmm. to Tony Shalhoub. Okay, it sounds like it's like a, almost like a finder's fee kind of makes thing. sense. He's a matchmaker. Yeah, and so yeah, that's where a, Tony Shalhoub makes his money back because yeah, they have like a ton of equipment. That all seems very expensive. Yeah, <laughs> but Tony um, Shalhoub is investing in it. And yeah, it know, sounds like that's sure it what it is. Off. And yeah, it seems like the Gattaca leads get paid well i mean especially if that's uma's place like wow the 90s were all about tony shalhoub oh yeah yeah i can think of so many movies that he was in in the 90s (laughs) (laughs) we also get um hank from breaking bad showing up as a cop Mm -hmm. dean norris who was also in charge of troopers yes he was He's in this? He's in it for a quick second. Real quick. Because he, he's uh, investigating Jude Law. Yeah, they're doing another sweep of like the immediate area around Gattaca or whatever, mm-hmm. looking for Ethan Hawke's, the invalid persona of him. And so they're just going door to door and like checking everybody. And so they go mm-hmm. here and Jude Law's there and they check him and he turns, you know, he's Jerome 
who is also what Ethan Hawke is portraying himself as. So, and then Jude Law is being very like antagonistic to him, which is fun. But yeah, that's where he's like, "What's your number? What's your number?" And yeah. Hank, Hank's just like, oh, "I'm sorry, sir," and runs away. It's just another scene, like established classism, and also to have like Jude Law finally like let some of that anger that he's having out, mm-hmm. that he's like he's trying to drink away, is <laughs> just pain, mm-hmm. and just like lets loose. I felt really bad for him, obviously. Oh um, sure, His, you know, yeah. like he kind of was living just to help Ethan Hawke, and he wasn't. Yeah. He was just doing it just to get his dream fulfilled and he he seemed like he was pretty resigned to killing himself yeah i know Mm -hmm. his end is is just so unexpectedly tragic almost in this movie where he like i love the bit where he he basically he thanks ethan hawk for letting him essentially live ethan's dream through him he's like i I basically really given up though right like and that's like right you have have the touching moment and then he goes and puts himself the incinerator in like the next scene when ethan Mm -hmm. leaves and you're like wait was it just was it it was another last gift of sacrifice to like give ethan hawk that peace of mind that he was going to be fine back on earth when he really wasn't it's just well and also like when he says i'm going on a trip and ethan just sort of drops it but i'm like did ethan also know like was he kind of like i have a feeling hard to say yeah yeah i don't know i feel like he would have stayed to try to stop it if he did know but Mm. i don't know i had a feeling that ethan kind of knew but the the time to do this trip and his dream it it was now so it's like kind of have to go through it Mm -hmm. yeah you know there was no other opportunity for him to go man that was such a powerful scene (laughs) so there's a super tense moment when the brother is finally like on the case of ethan hawk he knows what's up you you gave the moment of Jude Law having to the claw stairs. himself up the staircase. Oh, that seems yeah, way yeah, more yeah. important than I even thought it was in the part one. Yeah, because he's that coming home great. with like uh, it's a good suspense. Moment. Yeah, Uma Thurman's taking him to go see him, and he has to be there. Yeah, he play. He yeah. said because he was sick. He said he was sick mm-hmm. at work, so he couldn't find him, which is why he doesn't see him at the. His brother doesn't see him at work because he t- diverts him to the house. Yep. And just, all the crawling up the stairs and everything, I was like, he's going to break a sweat and it's going to look real. Yeah. <laughs> and he did. Yeah. And then he was like trying to clean himself up. In his nice sweater vest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he has a fun little standoff moment with, uh, we don't, we, Ethan Hawke is, has suspicion that it's his brother, but the brother is like out of commission. And then finally everything goes fine. And the brother gets a call that they found the guy. Mm-hmm. So he has to From go. Alan Arkin, he, go yeah. he goes back to the mm-hmm. Gattaca or wherever, and it was the space director who finally just admits it, and he admits it now because it's too late for them to stop the space program. Yeah, it was the, because it the, was dire- the director that, the director who was originally killed was going to put an end to the space program, which would have stopped Ethan Hawke from going to space and would have stopped this director's like from fulfilling his essential like yeah his dream. His, yeah, dream this mission was like his yeah. So his, there's multiple like, dreams going on thing. here, and Ethan Hawke is just like happens to get caught up in the mix of this killing. Yeah, it's like yeah. one of the unfortunate timing things. So, yeah, mm-hmm. and that was, and he he mentions right at the beginning of the movie that the director that was killed though was seemed apparently almost beyond to him. Oh, so he, he was like, yeah, he's like, it was sort it was of fortuitous. He's like, the only person that ever seemed to suspect something about me is now dead. <laughs> he's like, which is good and bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it had some stakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. And then it's so because you start to like realize at the end of the movie they sort of reveal how much everyone knew because his brother essentially knew right away when he saw the invalid result like he recognized (laughs) his brother and was like oh like i know who we're looking for effectively but you didn't realize that until the end yeah but he also couldn't confirm suspicion because he knows his brother 
Uh, or wait, yeah, no, I'm disproving the point. You're right. Mm-hmm. Do you think he know? You think because his name would have come up and the yeah. picture's there. He would have say he would have known though. right away, but oh. he didn't say anything to anyone else. It, it's, just, yeah. it's interesting because he's he his brother he was too. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is it's why hard to say where the facts were. Which yeah. is part of why I think he's so like I think he's surprised. Part of the reason he's surprised when he gets to when he meets Jude Law, he's like, "Oh, I thought for sure when I found this guy, it would be my brother." And it's not, and that's weird. And that's why, like, he also has the suspicion and starts to like walk downstairs to the lab. And mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh shit, he's gonna find everything." And then he gets the call from Elnark and yeah. that the dude confessed. But then, like even when they're leaving for the space program and the doctor they have one last urine test before that for though else. The, the ethan hawk and his brother have the a contest oh yeah that. they have their, their showdown because ethan hawk says like he recognizes the voice i think from yep. upstairs and was like i gotta meet that guy mm-hmm. and they do and they just have probably like one of the best scenes in the film oh, the, the confrontation so of them good. just talking uh, over the computer stations that yes, you love so they, much. The, the super brutalist <laughs> yeah. office building I am, that I love. And they just talk about, like, how, how did he do it? Like, how, how did you fool everybody? Mm-hmm. And, like, why are you doing this? And, what are you doing here, Anton? I should ask you that question. I have a right to be here. You don't. <laughs> you almost sound as if you believed that. I committed no murder. You must be disappointed. You've committed fraud. Listen, you're in a lot of trouble, Benson. I can get you out of here. Do you have any idea what it took to get in here? You've gone as far as you can go. You come with me now. There are still a few million miles left to go. It's over. Is that the only way you can succeed, is to see me fail? I'm telling you. God, even you are going to tell me what I can and can't do now? In case you haven't noticed, I don't need any rescuing. But you did once. Well, you've got all the answers. How do you explain that? Ethan Hawke's performance in that scene was so mm-hmm. oh, so rock it's solid. Really good. The other actor, although he was good, like he mm-hmm. just couldn't really well, compare. And, and I just love like his brother is. It's like yeah, he's like, why didn't you come to me? I could have helped you. And Ethan Hawke's like, the whole point is that I don't need your help. Look what I did all on my own. Like I'm literally the best navigator Gattaca has. <laughs> like, I, I looked it up I there. Uh, it's actually Titan is the, yeah, okay, the mood okay. that they're going to okay yeah yeah and they just have like one final confrontation to like do they another do the last swimming win. contest and jude law win or not jude law ethan hawk wins it yeah again mm-hmm. yeah because Has to save his brother well, his brother almost again, dies right? well, yeah the brother almost, he almost dies. dies both times right mm-hmm. when he dies as a kid and then dies again here yeah like but he or oh, drowns he i'd die. say <laughs> drowned he, he doesn't die he does he, not die he he drowned died <laughs> But then he was rescued. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> he has to get resuscitated. He drowned yes. it. He has to get resuscitated and uh-huh. rescued both times. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. 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 He and he and died. After the, <laughs> yeah. And after the second swim, like he has yeah. his moment where he's just like, how? Like how? They're, like literally, this should be impossible. Yeah. I have every Hawk edge. Like, I have every physical edge over you. He's like, dude, it's not all about the numbers on paper. No. Like, what, what he says exactly is. I wasn't planning on returning. <laughs> yeah, I don't, so, I don't yeah. say I don't save anything for the swim back. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> I doesn't save right. anything for the swim He's back. Up like I'm willing to die. Are you? <laughs> right, exactly. And that's why I win. <laughs> and then the brother's like, "No, I'll die." Yeah. <laughs> Vincent, how are you doing, Miss Vincent? 
Now have you done any of this? We have to go back. Now it's too late for that. We're close to the other side. What other side? You want to join us both? You want to know how I did it? This is how I did it, Anton. I never saved anything for the swim back. And then he, he gets has, has to get rescued. He has mm-hmm. to rescue his brother. <laughs> he saves his brother. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, does that mean that's yep. it? His brother. Yeah, I think gonna, so. I think he just like earns his brother's respect. Not, yeah, it sounds like his brother's going to cool. leave him alone. Yeah. He doesn't want to admit to all the other super cops that he got bested by his invalid brother. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. So there's a doctor invalid brother. who we've been with the whole movie. He's doing yes. constant tests on yep. Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. And he's making like chit-chat. Ethan Hawke's kind of like nervous like some of the times or whatever. Jerome the metronome. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I don't think he ever... <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> Damn, Jerome. That's a nice dude. That was an interesting scene. <laughs> that was a really interesting scene. I think scene. I said something similar to that in the part one, but it, it's a really fun, didn't feel right, but it like, happened. I feel like it's a super fun intro to that character. Because that's yeah. like the first time you meet him is when he's just like, that is one impressive penis, mm-hmm. Jerome. <laughs> wow. Beautiful piece of equipment there, Jerome. Have I ever told you that? Only every time I'm in here. Occupational hazard. I see a great many in the course of any given day. Yours just happens to be an exceptional example. I don't know why my folks didn't order one like that for me. I look at a lot of penises, Jerome, and that one, real nice. <laughs> a plus. He knows a which plus. penis he likes. <laughs> But uh, I think because Ethan Hawke's like always nervous and wanting to just get it over with, get yeah. this the right sample in there. Mm-hmm. He's just focusing on that, and I think we as an audience focus on that too, and we yep. don't get a sense of who the doctor is until yeah. this last scene, which was oh, great. There's, it's there's foreshadowing, right? Because um, the doctor does like offhandedly just mention her, his daughter like the first time you see yes. him in the scene, but it's just uh-huh. so offhandedly that it doesn't, you don't like. As an audience member, it like, was, oh, you see, it was beautiful yeah. how they brought this back. Because yeah, I loved they, it. The doctor is essentially like one of the big hurdles because mm-hmm. that's where that's the thing that Ethan Hawke has to keep fooling is yeah. the doctor the whole time. And right. what a relatable thing to have that like just talk with the doctor. That's just like something like what's it called bed manners? Yeah, the bedside just, manner. Bedside manners happens all the time. It's such a common thing. We relate to it. Have your back and forth with your your doc. But Ethan Hawke's always one step ahead. They're drawing blood. He's got the blood just switch. There's a blood switcheroo in the doctor and mm-hmm. like doesn't get caught. And at the very end, the scene Annie's talking about, he has to do one last urine sample. New new policy. Mm-hmm. One last urine sample before you board the ship. Yep. And Ethan Hawke's he's, like... He's done. He's going to get caught. Yeah. He's, he's like, that's it. And he does this really good send-off where he's just like, mm-hmm. just just tell them. I was I was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was the best. Then he tests the sample and the doc just looks at him like, you know, I have a daughter who's a natural yeah. You know, yeah. person... You know? He's like, did I ever tell you about my daughter? I love how he started that. It's so good because Ethan Honk isn't even really yeah. paying attention because he's thinking like, it's all, all over. Of, it's all over. I was, this th- I was last, literally like 20 hurdle. steps away from the goal and I mm-hmm. lost it. And the doc finally leads in with, yeah, like, yeah, turns she just wasn't, they messed something up when they made her by, like, it wasn't quite what we had ordered or mm-hmm. whatever. And, but, you know. We love her either way. Yeah. Maybe she'll do something great. I never did tell you about my son, did I? He's a big fan of yours. Just remember that I was as good as any and better than most. He wants to apply here. I could have gone up and back and nobody would have been the wiser. Unfortunately, my son's not all that they promised. But then who knows what he could do. Right? 
future reference? Right-handed men don't hold it with their left. Override. It deletes all, the result. Well, he yeah. like stepped back and he didn't even press the computer. That I think Ethan Hawke went up to it and like did something. I no, know. Doc is the one that overrides it. it. Yeah, changes Ethan Hawke does look over and see that he's changed it. Oh, okay. It. Maybe I just misunderstood. And then a beautiful scene. Oh. This spaceship is just like a couch or like a just. just a stool. What is this? Uh, a bench. A bench. It's, yeah. Just sitting on <laughs> in suits, and then like lights just fly up and down yeah. like, over his face. Like, we should say during the rocket launch. Yeah, I like, think the graphics look bad. That, that, <laughs> no, that, it's good. No, no, no. The <laughs> graphics of the flames shooting out of the rocket oh, did well, not yeah. look great because the graphics of the flames happen at the same time Jude Law pulls the incinerator switch to burn himself up, which it's was so, a beautiful so cut. That was a beautiful. <laughs> was that a match cut? Right. Yeah, it was a really good match cut. Yeah, match cut. I think it's worth not glossing over that the doctor. Last bit is once again talking about Ethan Hawke's penis. Oh, <laughs> does he? Was it? Yeah, because he sends me like the he's he basically is just like show him your oh, dick up like, there. The doc, he's like, oh wow, the doctor knew, and then just to show how long he knew, the doc was like, just just a heads up. People that are right-handed don't hold their penis with their left hand, and so you're like the whole time he knew, <gasps> the whole time, Brad. He was just staring at that. What I hold, dog. I, I'm maybe I might be ambidextrous because I think I hold it either way, depending. I was like, whatever is most convenient at the yeah. time. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong though. Maybe, I, I don't go I just say, one way all look, the time. The doctor looks at a lot of dudes holding a lot of junk. Okay, <laughs> if, if anyone's gonna know, <laughs> is he saying like even if you're left-handed that you're invalid? No, because no, uh, Ethan Hawke was left-handed uh-huh. and Jude Law was right-handed. So his uh. his persona says he's right-handed and he mm-hmm. had to learn how to be right-handed. But he forgot like, about the, that. Yeah, like holding your 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 wang to pee was not one of the things they thought about and the doc was like got him <laughs> got him oh what a good ending man it was good this movie's good the other question was like what is he gonna do when he gets there what's that all That's about what, uh, yeah you well know, they leave that completely open-ended one, I which I, is fine i thought that this was like a comedy I was like, thing oh, what's but going it sounds on? like it's just a trip because he's coming back he says like like they mentioned like would you law stocks up on a whole bunch of urine and blood for like you, know, you might need it when you get back or whatever mm-hmm. the freaking lifetime supply even hawk makes mention he's that, like but i'll have you right I was you know like, and you better hope that and... fridge doesn't break because he gone <laughs> you're gonna leave that house for here like a year it's or the future it's gonna be fine Ooh. Ethan Hawke does make mention that Jude Law should be the one going up there because up there legs don't matter so I guess it's yeah. some sort of like free floating program you know like free floating the whole time or yeah, in space doesn't matter. no mm-hmm. one can hear your legs yep that's how it goes and I was thinking, if he's going to wear contacts up in space that whole time, how's he going to switch That's those out? Yeah, you got to, you, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He really, he had to pack a million sets of those. Or yeah. once he's up there, it also sounded like he, once he gets up there, he gives no more shit. It's sort of like That's what I thought. Waters. He's going to like get into zero G and just whip out those glasses and be like, psych, y'all are silly. <laughs> he's like, what you going to do? Yeah. What you going to do? What you going to do? What you, what you going to do? <laughs> oh, give me that scene. Give me a post thought, credits of him just like. I thought that was going to happen. Telling everyone yeah. else in that ship to suck it. Movie sins. Jude Law. What is, what's going to happen when Ethan Hawke goes up in space and has to take contact? Movie sins. Ding. Bing. <laughs> Movie sins. <laughs> I hate that shit. Oh, Simon Sins is the worst. It's so awful. It's terrible. What? You don't watch that YouTube channel? Simon no, Sins? what is oh, that? They just put like nitpick movies and you're just like, no, they, it's just they, what movies they're do, like, man. They nitpick movies in ways that have half the time aren't even actual errors they just don't can't be mm. bothered to like find out when it's explained they're like no one explained this ding and then like <laughs> in the movie like five <laughs> minutes later it's explained but now, by now they've already dinged it so they don't care 
<laughs> the dude is a giant asshole who runs that channel. Yeah. Too. They're like, everybody hates him. They're like, how come you do it? He's like, well, it's, see, it's a joke. You're not supposed to take it seriously. And you're like, but you mix in real. It's the Fox News criticism. of movie <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> With your dings. Ah, it's the worst. Oh, God. It's sort of lowest common denominator film criticism. Yeah. Unfortunately, YouTube's not really like an enjoyable thing anymore because it's all just like based on like money and stuff and it's i only have like six things that i go to and watch on there i'm never, I'm, yeah. I'm never finding anything new i haven't found any new I like so podcast or youtube channel in years sure sure. sure sure when i when i typed in stimulus check into google i came across like five different channels that were just dedicated to stimulus checks mm-hmm. on youtube and it was always like That's what a hot they were releasing is. like a video a couple videos every week like yep. new information about the stimulus and check and i was an like article from no there is no video. new information well i mean that's when when the, there's whole episode there's whole shows um from some creators breaking down cinema sins and like about like how it works and and why it's it's super popular like didn't just they get a ton of views and he talks about like you can map out exactly they optimize everything on that channel to be exactly what the algorithm is looking for Mm -hmm. like they talk about when it was discovered that the algorithm favors videos that are like more than eight minutes but less than 10 minutes the video lengths moved to be exactly within that band every single one of them like every time they release a video it's 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 like Didn't coincides with either a release of a new movie or like a, an anniversary for an old one so that it's right at the head of the SEO stuff. Yeah. It's insane. Like the science of it's all like optimizing your like, videos. Uh, it's, it seems to be way more about just the numbers than oh, actually yeah. like for a lot content. of channels. That's I really that's appreciate. Sad. Well, that's why I try to get on Patreon more because the more you can divorce mm-hmm. creators from having to rely on the YouTube income, mm-hmm. the more freedom they have to do those things and also not burn themselves out because if you take a break, like you get just way thrown out of the algorithm. Like, no, yep. there's no, not going to push your videos if you take a week off. And so all these creators are just like working themselves to death trying to make these videos. Yeah. So find us on Patreon, patreon.com. That's what we remember. Yeah. Help us stay independent. <laughs> the other thing, too, that I hate about YouTube is that, like, when you subscribe or mm-hmm. what, what I forget what it's called, when you follow somebody, their channel, it no longer pops up on your main page on, like, the recommendations. You have to go to a you separate to to tab. Subscri- and I was I, like, yeah. that's bullshit. I remember when they made that change and I was Why like, what are all these videos on, the on home page? that's not here? And then I was like, I have, like, that my bookmark to YouTube is the subscription page. Because I'm well. like, I don't want my, don't give me the recommendations. Like I have found what I'm here to watch. I, I, I need don't to, care. Maybe I need to do that. Like I only live in my subscriptions Same. page. <laughs> that is, they just made such bad changes. Ugh. Hey, money, look, baby. but they're, they're getting rid of the public dislike count. So everything's fixed, guys. YouTube's great you again. You can't dislike anything anymore? You can still dislike it, but they don't show you how many people disliked it. Oh. That doesn't change anything. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't. literally doesn't change anything. But YouTube's fixed, though. They're not showing you the number. All of it's fixed. Get it, cut. Get it, cut. (laughs) I also just want to say this was produced by Danny DeVito. Really? What? What? That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Really? Man, that man's a treasure. No. (laughs) Yep. Oh, wow. (laughs) Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Well, thank God for that. He has an interest in retrofuturism films. Fantastic. He's got an interesting career. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Very eclectic man. Very much so. Yeah. 
Especially being for like what four foot ten. <laughs> He's <laughs> really that? made like a perfect acting career. So you're saying he used the funding for Gattaca to try to make eugenics happen so he could get he, he wanted the extension legs. Yeah, he wanted the stretchy legs. He wanted Andy. Look, extensions. he's not just this a height all, on a page, man. He has potential. For Danny Andy. <laughs> <laughs> makes me sound bad. <laughs> sure does. Ending on that though. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on that episode and every episode that you do. The next movie we're doing has the tagline, Born to Kill. We remember Full Metal Jacket. Joker, we're going to have to put you up for the Congressional Medal of... (laughs) I am Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, your senior drill instructor. Will not like me. But the more you hate me, the more you will learn. I am hard, but I am fair. I don't want no teenage I wanted to meet interesting and stimulating people of an ancient culture and kill them. Real comedian. Well, they call me the Joker. In strategic terms, Charlie's cut the country in half. The civilian press are about to wet their pants. And we've heard even Cronkite's gonna say the war is now unwinnable. Everybody turned up, got shot. You will not laugh. You will not cry. You will learn by the numbers. I will teach you. This is my rifle. There are many like it, but this one is mine. My rifle is my best friend. It is my life. I must master it as I must master my life. You're not a writer. You're a killer. A killer. Yes, sir. Do I think America belongs in Vietnam? Um, I don't know. I belong in Vietnam. Thank you.